with Dr. Leanne Curl here at the uh, uh, First and Future competition. You were a judge. Yes. Perfect person to be a judge at this competition. What uh, were your impressions of the, the products, the ideas, the kind of the, the, the whole event? I enjoyed doing it. Uh, I, was, I was honored to be here today. I thought as far as the uh, products, I thought some of them were fascinating. Um, some were further along in stages of development others, but I thought they all had uh, uh, interesting potential from uh, very different perspectives of what they were trying to target. So a team orthopedic surgeon for the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. Um, you have a smile on your face when I say that. So yes. that is a, a great position. You're a position of importance there with, with the Ravens and athletes that are, uh, you know, very valuable to their uh, to their team. Uh, how You've been doing it for almost 20 years 20 now. 20 years now, yeah. Uh, how has that changed in the 20 years in that position? I know technology's changed, uh, but what's changed the most, do you think? I, mean, I think it's, uh, I mean, the game's gotten bigger and faster. I, I do think that the, the biggest change that I, I appreciate is how, you know, vested the league is in taking a comprehensive look at the health of our players in terms of collecting data. I mean, the league's been collecting data forever, um, but the, 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 the mechanism of data collection, the accuracy of it, trying to collect good data, meaningful data to act on it. So I, I just think there's been a, a huge shift in that in terms of, of what we're trying to collect, how we're doing it, and how we're u- actually using the data and feedback to try to make real change. Now, for me, a layman's perspective, a fan and someone that works in the media, it appears now that the athletes are not getting rushed back as quickly uh, into play. Is that just me you know, seeing that or me guessing at that, or is that are you guys being more cautious when a player is cleared not only for practice but to return to game action? There's I think it probably depends on the injury. I think there's been uh, obviously the concussion gets the most media attention. Right, but there's clearly, other injuries as well. There's clearly been an evolution in how we manage concussion with all the the science we have behind it right now. But in terms of how we manage ACL tears, and that's the one injury, for example, that if you look at the league data, the data is pretty clear. We've had really no change in the rate of concussion in the league for the past 10 to 15 years. Uh, and we really don't manage ACL tears any different than we did 10 or 15 years ago. So while there's been great strides on some fronts, there's other fronts where we really have a, an opportunity to try to see can, can we drive down the injury in ACLs and so forth. So I think it's a mixed bag depending on what injury you're looking at. Another thing I'm curious about is maybe an injury occurs, the player can play through the injury even though it's still the injury's still there and maybe wait until after the season. Who makes that decision if the player is able, still cleared to play even with that injury? Uh, is it a team effort? Uh, yeah, everybody sits down and talks about it, or is it up to the player? It's it's really uh, as, as a team physician. I mean, the patients are, are the players are our patients. So what we do with any particular injury, we identify the injury, get through a correct diagnosis, number one, and then you have to discuss with the player what. Is it reasonable they could truly play with that injury? Sometimes it's obvious not. Sometimes it might be a yes. And then you have to sort of weigh the risk of playing with an injury versus risk of not playing. I mean, people, what do you mean the risk of not playing? Well, the players all want to stay in the field. It's, it's a career longevity for them. So there's always a weighed risk of returning to play with injury versus not going back on the field. And you just, we go over all the, the pros and cons, and we try to educate our, our patient players in terms of what their options might be. And they are off. You know, they have a lot of latitude in the decision making. Okay. Now I was tipped off that you were uh, quite an athlete yourself. Uh, you're going to be inducted into the Connecticut Sports Hall of Fame, yeah. I think, upcoming. Uh, no, I'm the, not the uh, Pennsylvania State Hall of Fame. Pennsylvania, sorry, Pennsylvania yeah. State yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, 
I don't want to date you. I'm old. I'm old, uh, too. Well, how has the medical care, I mean, it's got to be like night and day from when you were playing versus what you're offering right now. And there's no question. I mean, if you look at, um, we spoke about ACLs, for example. And I had two teammates when I was at UConn playing basketball that had ACL tears. And they both came back and played, but neither one of them were anywhere near the athletes that they were before they got hurt. So if you just look at ACLs alone in terms of our ability to to treat that injury, get you know players back on the field, it's like night and day from, from when I played. Problem is that we still haven't had a huge impact on the number of ACL injuries, and even though players come back and play with that, there still are some lifelong repercussions down the road with that, and that's true for NFL players as well as our high school. Well, women so. more susceptible to yeah, that exactly. uh, so basketball, volleyball, yeah. uh, so that's always going to be there. I think it's just the nature, just how their bodies are are made is from what I'm told. So, yeah, so there, there's clearly, and you see it, you know, for example, we, you go to the NFL Combine and you really see a difference in the types of things that players get treated for in college now that they didn't coming into the NFL, um, better surgeries, better techniques. I wouldn't say no repercussions, but fewer repercussions from injuries that used to be much more, more significant. Um, but we've, as much as we've improved in 20 years, we can improve even more going forward, and that's what the focus is on right now. You still remain close to the UConn basketball yep, team. Yep. What's, your, what's your prediction for this year? Looks like it's uh, they got to turn it on here at the end of the year, they maybe will, a little but bit. That's just about finishing strong, and the team will get it done. All right. It's nice to see some competition. Though, yeah, it makes the games a little more interesting than those 100 yeah. to 50 scores. So uh, yeah, exactly. So thanks, Doctor. Thanks. Good talking to you. Thank you.